A daughter lost. Gone. Gone with not much of a trace. Will our two friends work together to get Selenar's daughter back? Or will it lead to a path less traveled? One can only guess. And so continues our story. I assume when she disappears, like he would immediately go and speak to Garadin and then, you know, in the medicines. And if he didn't know anything, then he would go and grab Cravoy and say, Hey, this is, this is what's going on. Yeah, exactly. So, so you go to talk. Well, let's, let's role play it out then. Let's go. You go and you talk to Garadin. So I'm assuming it's like a couple of days later, right? Because she's been disappearing. Yeah, exactly. You can't, yeah, you can't just do it the night after. Yep. Cause she's, well, let's say, so before when I was talking, I said a couple of days. So let's say this is day three. Okay. So like he heads over to the house with like a bottle of liniment that he made because nice. like he kind of suspects what's going on. And it's really funny if it's not what's happening. Because <laughs> like he's sort of determined like this is what's going on. Like this is how it plays out for him. So like he goes over to like leave a bottle of liniment and knocks. Um, maybe there's no answer. So he knocks again, and then he goes in. Is oh. is uh, Garrett in there? Okay, yeah, Garrett Garrett is there. So he is at a table. He is has his hands in his or head in his hands, and he is just beside himself. He doesn't hear you coming. I have a feeling that whatever she has done. She, it has taken more of her than she of it. Don't speak in riddles to me, boy. Where is my daughter? Ah, only if I knew, Selenar. She tells you more than she tells I. Have you not noticed anything? Has she not said anything? I guarantee you I notice what you notice. I notice the bruises. I notice the limping. I notice the fits of rage. I notice the fits of happiness. I wish I knew exactly what she was doing. I plead to her, don't don't leave. You don't need to do this. If you need to leave, bring one of us. She resists. Did she leave no note? How she long never, has she been gone? She never leaves a note. This is day three. She leaves She leaves when I'm sleeping, even when I think I am going to stay awake and catch her this time. For some reason, I do not. Ah, it's her elven blood. This is my fault. I would never say it so. He nods. Like, you better not fucking say it. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I have a feeling that whatever whatever she's into, action needs to be taken. Because I fear, I fear her not to return. If it not for us to help. Um, tell no one that she is gone. I will have to speak with the queen. We'll need someone to watch over the town. I, as her deputy, will take on that role if she pleases but as far as the town not knowing you know this better than I nothing stays secret around here yeah there are no secrets in a small town I suppose alright I will be off to the queen I must also inform Cravoy we will uh, go out and look to see if we can't find my wayward child let me know if there's anything I can do to assist indeed I will and as you take your leave and you're shutting the door you can hear him 
you can hear him slightly crying as you should. Long shot on the table. It's just the bottle sitting there, and it kind of like wiggles a little <laughs> bit, and you hear him crying. So he he makes haste to uh, Fear's End. Talk to Crow Boy. Okay. Well, you. <laughs> so listen. Here, here's what I've done. <laughs> uh, oh no! I always love when it starts out like that. Now here, listen, guys. So once a week in uh, in Fear's End. There's a uh, there's what Cravoy calls festival night, and all it really is is he takes out his viol and he starts like he'll start like walking the streets and, and playing, and then that just kind of like signal oh tonight's festival night, and then everyone takes to the it's like a nice it's like a sharing thing it's just like a festival uh, where people come out and the, like people join in like he always starts it out with this like foreboding dirge because that's all he really knows how to play. And, and you know, this other people come out with their instruments and it just turns into, like, you know, depending on what kind of week it's been, how much, like, law he's had to lay down. You know, he, he might do it. Like, it just, it's, uh, it's like, you know, here, here it is. Hey, we're, all, we're fine. We're going to make it. Like, it's, <laughs> it's just his way to kind of, like, not be himself, but be himself or the self, the self he wants to be sort of thing. So that's happening tonight. Nice. I feel like I feel like this is like the D and D version of the video of the safety dance. Kids, if you don't know what the safety dance is, go look it up. Yeah. So, it's like you know. <laughs> it's like you know. Cravoy's had a hard week when you hear him play his his sad viol songs walking through the streets at night. Wow. Single tear. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So I assume this is like. You say festival, so like party atmosphere. So like, there's a big oh, yes. it turns into a yes. Yes, 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 yes. There's like the 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 markets are open later than they would be, where they close and then they reopen again in the evening, like after supper or whatever. Yeah, and he specifically requires that no shiny rocks are traded. It's like he, it's it's the atmosphere of it's like trade. Like, what do you have? What do I have? So so it creates that community thing. That's, yeah. what, that's, what that's what he's trying to do. Whether it's misguided or not, I don't know. But no shiny rocks on festival night. Like that, 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 that I assume like the first couple of times, what the fuck's he talking about? No shiny rocks? Like what? And then somebody goes over and like goes to buy bread. You slap his slap the gold out of his hand. <laughs> it didn't work out. In the beginning, it was just him walking through the streets like playing sad music. And it was like, <laughs> but then it's like after a while, you know, it's like some kids come out, and it's, it always seems to be kids. Kids. Because he approaches children with childlike optimism, because he has no idea how to relate to them. Right. All right. So he, uh, so he comes walking into town. Here's the the, the viola music, and uh, you know starts to like, li- you know, listens to where the music is going, so he can kind of like track you down. Yeah, the music's upbeat at this point. It's very jaunty, and there's a lots of lots of dancing, and other mu- other musicians are out there playing happier music. It's like, oh, we can't listen to this anymore. <laughs> They just like cut in with like jigs and reels yeah. and shit. Cowboy <laughs> loves it. He's just he he loves what the night turns into every time. So he, he like you know he, he feels a little bit of a smile tug at his lips because he like he's into what you're doing. Like he kind of understands like what's happening on a meta level. So like it, it it sort of buoys him a little bit, but then like he's still like he has this concerned look on his face as he's kind of like pounding through the town trying to trying to find you. Oh, you can find him very easily. <laughs> <laughs> that's, where all, that's where all the yelling is and all the kids are screaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always surrounded by kids. He loves that shit. So I, I assume, like, when I walk up, you're, like, Celtic dancing, right? So you're, like, 
you know, not necessarily like the toe thing, but like you're <laughs> like they're doing their thing and the kids are clapping and screaming and you're like, oh yeah, bouncing yeah, around or like. <laughs> if I see you though, yeah, it's it's ah, Quilas, Yuli, and like you know, it's uh, and, and you know, come up for like you know, firm embraces and all of that. Picks them up off the ground. Yeah. <laughs> ah, firm embrace. Yeah. Ah, uh, you've come. You've come to festival night. Excellent. Ale. Ale? Ale. Yes. Yes, perhaps. Ah, and he just gives you the ale he was drinking. He, he takes it, and he takes a long draught, and he, and he hands it back, and he... Like, he goes to throw an arm on your shoulder, but, like, you're literally two feet taller, so he kind of, like, puts his arm around your waist. Put my arm around my waist, and then I put my arm around your, and we start dancing. Put, puts his fucking hand on my head. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're dancing. <laughs> so, like, he, you know, gets, you know, you lead him on for, like, a minute or two, and he's like, uh, yes, Gravoy, uh, this is, um, okay. Well, this is happening now, I... <laughs> you understand? Yeah. Yes, yes, this is happening now. Yes, I, I, I well, I appreciate your enthusiasm. Uh, we must, uh, I must speak to you in private. Ah, ah, and I would, you know, I Cravoy always knows when you're when you need something else. <laughs> it's like, ah, yes, of course, yes, we we must away. So he like says goodbye to some of the children, and uh, he'll go with you. So I, I, you know, I mean, it's your town, so I assume like you lead to. Like the sheriff's office, or like some quiet. Yeah, there's a place. It's 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 the sheriff's office, but it doesn't look anything like it. Like it's just it's just like a room, and like there might be a desk, but like that's for some of his some of the deputies or whatever. I don't know how that power structure works. There's a sheriff, and then there's there's yeah. I think, so I'm assuming there isn't just like one lawman. There's yeah, gotta be other. Yeah, I think I think we could have the deputy as kind of like the backup just in case. Okay. You know, something right. were to happen. Yeah. So he, uh, you know, like you open the door and we walk in. He closes the door and you know he just kind of like sits on the edge of and the desk. Just real, real quick. There's a pile of just destroyed wood in one of the corners of this room. Do you, and then it, you can see that it's like these were all the chairs that they tried for Crowboy that he just smashed. <laughs> so now you see his is like made of like the sturdiest wood. They finally found the chair that he can sit in. It's like some fucking ironwood. It's like black with like deep brown yeah. veins and shit in it. Yeah, yeah, I love it. yeah. They, <laughs> they couldn't do just like brick or like no, no. Or like metal. They're be, like, we're gonna get a wood chair for you. Yeah, <laughs> and and like you know, you, you get the sense he just lets them use all the wood for scrap, but just come in whenever you want to grab it. And uh, he offered Gravoy will offer you his chair to sit in. Uh, he he he's just like when you turn around, he's sitting on the desk already. Yeah, all right, uh, 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 right. Yes, of course. Yes, uh, sit down. What uh, what 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 is the what is uh, on your mind? I have some disturbing news. Um, I hadn't told you before, but uh, it seems as if Morgan, perhaps, and this is just my reading, and I, of course, I'm not sure, uh, may have caught the adventuring bug. I. Tried to wheedle it out of her. Uh, she never did crack. I didn't. She didn't tell me exactly what she was doing. But uh, to the point, uh, she has disappeared. Uh, she's been gone for three days. I just spoke with Garrodin, who's quite distraught. This bug sounds serious. I wish I could be there for her, for I can cure all diseases with but a touch. 
yes um no not not um not the bug I, um so I, what i'm saying is that she um that's the character it's a class feature of mine <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm not sure exactly. It's it's fine. Never mind. <laughs> um, she um, felt the need to adventure, to explore. Oh, of course. Yes. I yes. And you haven't seen her. I stopped over today to provide some liniment. The last time I was there, uh, she was quite sore and um, a little bruised, which leads me to my conclusion. Uh, but uh, when I was there, uh, she uh, I talked to to Garrett and he said that she's been gone for three days. Hmm. Then it is settled. We must put together a search party and find her. Yes, I was hoping that uh, you would come with me. That is the purpose of this visit, yes? Yes. Ah, immediately then. While I would like to leave immediately, I feel that we must go and speak to the queen and apprise her of the situation. She cannot have three of her sheriffs gone, traipsing out into the wilds. I trust completely my deputies, Siegfried and Isabella. I, if you trust them, I trust them as well as I trust my own deputy. But again, we must speak with the queen. I hope that she understands. As always, I follow, I follow you humbly. Like he, like he stiffens a little bit because it's not really, you know, like he gets it, but like it makes him uncomfortable still because it's is not. Your back, your back hurts. Is your back in pain? No, it's, no, it's, is, it's fine. It's fine. Is it, the, is it your bum hip again? <laughs> yes, Morgan. <laughs> telling stories. I'm quite fine. I've heard any tale of, of your bum hip. If you yes. require salves, we have excellent healing. And he starts to, like, rub his hands together. <laughs> I can lay my hands upon you and heal you. He's just, he, another he's... class feature I'm learning about. <laughs> <laughs> On the fly. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's fine. It's fine. I don't wish to bother her in the evening. Uh, perhaps at first light we can uh, away to the castle. If this is your wish, I will follow it. I will offer up, though, perhaps immediate attention to this is best. I'm sure she would want to know immediately when one of her de- one of her sheriffs has gone missing. Uh, perhaps you're right. Yes, Garrett himself perhaps probably should have brought this to her attention immediately. I believe he probably just came to the realization today. She is... Disappeared for shorter lengths of time prior to this. I, this is the longest that she's been gone, I gather. Hmm. Then, at first light, then. I pains me to wait, but we must not shirk our responsibilities here. Hmm. This is very, this is true. I will now go end festival night. I don't know if that's necessary. Um, we don't want the to... The time is now! Warm. <laughs> it runs out. <laughs> Yeah, he just walks out. And he does it. He, he does end it in a way that's probably normal, but it's nothing bad. It's just this. Thank you. Home. The festival night is over. Go to your homes. And he just bellows it. Oh, it just echoes. And yeah. No, no one ever thinks of cheers. a time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're always like, oh, 
Yeah, that's just him. He just does it yeah. whenever, <laughs> whenever he feels like it's over or it's over now. Yeah. And yeah. You, you, you can hear people in the background going, oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> ah, he's looking around. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? And uh, yeah, I mean, they all, they, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> just to let you know i i really hope that this podcast takes off so we can do a patreon tales from selenar's hip i want to do that because <laughs> i can't wait to see what adventures come from that oh man the tales Mark, that hip could tell Mark needs to be like his hip and there's like a bum on it like it's just like <laughs> there you go yeah, and, just, and it and it talks the whole time. Yeah, it's, and right. it talks. Oh, yeah. have I seen some things? Let me <laughs> yeah. tell you. Oh, in my day, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it smokes and drinks. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. It has to. It's telling stories. Yeah, yeah. You always have a stiff drink and a cigar when you're telling a long story, right? right. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. So I. Like, if you run, like, if, you know, if you leave, then he just kind of like, well, there's nothing to that then. And he'll just, he'll leave a note at your house. I guess he'll scratch out a quick note. Says oh, me. he wouldn't, he, I would just, he, uh, Crevoy just ran out and, and just ended festival night. And now everyone's Was he just yelling from the door. There. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they'll hear it. <laughs> <laughs> makes sense all right so so he comes up like you know behind you as you're you know probably like two feet at the door and he kind of just like reaches up to put a hand on your shoulder Cravoy snatches your hand and, and and realizes that it's you and oh like he was about to flip you up and <laughs> oh he's scared to me it's fine it's fine yes uh yes i it has ended so I, I i i have heard i am going to go home and prepare i uh We'll meet you at the castle in the morning. I appreciate you coming with me. Uh, it is, it is uh, the, least, the least that I, I can do to honor you and your relationship with your daughter. And uh, he puts his hand like, gently on your shoulder and, uh, and it like, hits your face because his hand is your big. <laughs> tries, tries to get it on your shoulder, but it's, it's awkward because he can't really grab. Never mind. He uh, <laughs> says, I, I, we will find her, my friend. And he, he, he puts a hand on your hand, and then his head kind of drops just a little bit, and then he, he takes off for home. Yeah, he puts his other hand underneath your chin and <laughs> slams it on it. <laughs> and picks your, your hand up, and he goes, this, we will find her. And then that's, yeah. And yeah, he, then he, like, he nods to you. And then goes. All right, so sun up. You guys head out to the queen's castle. She is. You are greeted somberly by one of her attendants. Opens the door and says, "Sees you both and says, ah, the queen has been waiting right this way." Hmm. He he just kind of grunts because he told Garrett not to say anything. So if she knows something already, he's a little less than pleased. But. <laughs> Yeah, so you're led into her main chambers where you guys usually have your meetings. And she says, gentlemen, I think I know why you're here. Has nothing to do with has nothing to do with anything that's been spoken. It's just I'm the queen, this is my land, I I know things. Any word. 
There has been none, I'm afraid. Uh, I spoke with Garrett yesterday, and it seems that Morgan has been gone for three days. Well, this morning would make it four, unfortunately. Yes. Um, I think that this warrants us taking action, don't you think? Yes. I would like to leave with Cravoy immediately, if possible. Okay. As much as I hate to see you leave, love to watch you walk away. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> I think it is necessary for both of you because you are her family. And even though I do think Garridan is one of my own, I wish for him to stay here to help see over the towns as my number two, but also to kind of check up on your deputies to make sure that they are doing the job necessary to run these towns while you are gone. Uh, yes, most excellent. Okay. So, As always, I have the fullest confidence in my deputies. And I would expect nothing less. Now, I have ways of helping you find her. And that young gentleman walks into the room. This is... Stampani. I'm not going to spell that for you. You can figure that out. He works in mystical workings, magical workings, if you will. Do you have anything besides yourselves that might have seen or touched or been by Morrigan before she had disappeared? Uh, I do not, but we could retrieve something from the house, perhaps a pillow. Okay. Garridan said that she was leaving in the evening after he fell asleep. Okay. Do you know if she uses any, uh, and this is, this is the young man speaking up. Do you know, do you know of any fragrances she wears? Maybe something she had applied to her lately that has a smell or a fragrance that we can use. Now, wait a minute. I want to do a D and D thing. So I'm going to go back. So let's see. What would be something that would make you think about the past? So then I, it wasn't me telling you what just happened. <laughs> um, Not perception, but what is that? When uh, I mean insight. Insight, yeah. Do an do an insight check for me. All right. First D thing. Yes. Okay. It's not a natural 20. You're old to 17 plus three. I got 20. <laughs> nice, nice. Okay. So you remember that this, that you put the solve on her the last time she had come back and she was in pain. Like he thinks back to that whole conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and exactly. Then, and then that, yeah. Uh, yes. Um, the last time I saw her, uh, it was a few days ago. Um, I had, She has, was quite sore from whatever she was doing. Um, and I uh, applied some uh, salve to her wounds to ease the muscles. Okay. And he's like, oh, perfect, perfect. If I could, could procure some of that, that will help us lead to her whereabouts. Uh, yes. Uh, he looks to the queen. Would you like me to go, or can you send one of your attendants? I can, I can send one of my attendants. Gary! No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's let's just do a regular human name. Joffrey. Joffrey comes up. Please send haste to 
Selenar's house to grab his salve. Where was where was the last place you had it, Selenar? Uh, yes, when I uh, spoke with uh, Garrodin yesterday, I had left a fresh bottle on the table. Okay, is that the same one that you used on her? Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. So then, it would be the same kind. Yes. Um, ask uh, Garrodin when you get there if he is not there. I assume it is in the like the pan like. You don't have a medicine cabinet, right? Like nothing, but uh, there's probably like a shelf on the far side of the kitchen away from the stove, right? Okay. Where they keep like medicinal herbs and liniments and stuff. So he says, um, in the the kitchen area off to the right, uh, there is a shelf with uh, medicinal herbs and medicines. It's a red bottle with a uh, stoppered cap. As long as it's the same one, we will be able to find her. Fast forward, they grab it, come back. He performs a ritual where he takes the salve. He, I'm trying to think of where he would put it. Snorts it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I see everything. (laughs) Limitless. (laughs) I think that he, so I'm going to say that he rubs it on, he's going to put it on a nice, like, magical wand, basically. And says a few. What about, like, a scrying mirror? Ooh, scrying mirror. Nah, I don't like that one. Okay, so. (laughs) (laughs) Last time I tried to help. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So he he puts it on a, uh, a, like a magic wand. Okay, they have those indeed. I know they do. They don't use them as much, but kind of rubs it on it, does an incantation, takes something out of his pocket and sprinkles it on top. And as he does, the you can tell that the magic wand kind of almost jumps out of his hand. It doesn't pull him, but it, it leads him. And he, he stops, he hands it to you, and says, this is what you're going to need to find your daughter. Thank you. Mm-hmm. He says two things. Number one, always be watching where you're going with this. Number two, when you find Morgan, dispose of this wand. Okay. The only two things that I require. As you wish. How do we dispose of the of the of the wand? Burn it. Ah. Burn wand. Yes. Even though it has magical properties to it, a simple burning of the wand should suffice because it's made of made out of a nice wood that should burn very easily. But there are things that are within the chemicals that I put on this that you do not want to get into the hands of someone else that knows magic. This yes, makes indeed. sense. Because they could use that for, they could use it for something to harm your daughter. We would want that. Lady, um, with your leave? Queen Flupnelia looks at you and says, I, with a grave heart, I let you go, but in high hopes that you are able to find your daughter and bring her here safely. My wishes mirror your own. Before you leave, unfortunately, I cannot give you any more of my people because they are needed here. But is there anything else that I may help in your quest? He, he holds up the wand and he says, uh, hopefully this will be enough. That and your, your grace allowing us to leave. She says, ah, there's one thing I may be able to do for you. And uh, she asks one of her attendants to come over. 
they give her a scroll and or give her a parchment and a quill. She writes some stuff down. She rolls it up. She puts her royal stamp on it. She hands it to you, Selenar, and says, in a time of need where doors do not open, let this be your key. He, he bows deeply to her. But be wary, this is a one-time key. So use it with caution. Thank you, Your Grace. She steps lightly to Cravoy, holds out her hand, waiting for you to put yours in hers. He, he just, yeah, his, he, he blocks out the sun over her hand. <laughs> nice. <laughs> So, in a surprisingly strong move, pulls you down to her <laughs> because you're not ready for it. I wasn't. I totally wasn't. I totally wasn't ready for that. <laughs> she puts a finger over your mouth and gives you a kiss on the cheek and says, "He bites her finger off." Never mind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he is an animal. <laughs> Safe travels, friend. Thank you, my queen. She looks at Selenar and says, "You should make haste." Let me hinder you no more. He, he nods, sir, uh, approvingly, and then just turns on the seal and okay. makes her out the door. So you head out the door of this castle, and you wonder what's next. You have the wand, and you're wondering how this is working, because you can tell it's pulling you. You mm-hmm. just don't know how. This time I will have you roll a perception check for me. Both of us, sir? Yes, both of you. Ah, Ah, yes, the inaugural of my new place. <laughs> nice. <laughs> 12. Oh, perception. Oh, my God. Okay, uh, roll the 14. Perception is plus four, so 18. Nice. Nice. Okay, so you both did just fine. So as you are heading out the door, you see footsteps. They look the same color as the dust that was sprinkled on top of the wand, a Uh, dark scarlet, and it shows lots of footprints. Fortunately for you, you have a guiding rod or a guiding light, so it pulls you in the direction that you need to go, but you do see many tracks of where she's been. It It goes into the castle, it goes out of the town, you can see lots of different paths. The way, the way that this wand pulls you, though, because I haven't spoken on it yet, the queen actually lives in Quiet Feather. So Quiet Feather is actually on the top of the Tri-Town area. Okay. Yes. And then we'll say Far Reach is on the le- bottom left, and then Fear's End is on the bottom right. Okay. And as soon as you get out of the door of the castle, you immediately go like you're going to the right of the castle and basically it's like you're shadowing the wall you're running or it looks like she had run alongside the castle wall going north Hmm. using the castle as like cover yeah cover basically yep it's up to you what speed you want to take it you don't have to run just because she's doing the running or whatever but you head out and you head north. Now, because, you know, just because um, in the beginning when I had told you Shifang means west, you're out in the west, so it normally is like what you see in the old Wild West. It's 
hot and it's dry and it's hard to get around if you're not living in it. So it's not hard for you guys to really get through it because you've been doing it for years. But it might be a little bit harder for Cravoy because he's used to living off the land. So it might be something that you've kind of learned how to do things the way of the West, but you still have your old habits. Oh, yes. Luckily for both of you, and I checked, both of you have water skins, so hopefully it's nice and full. So you get that get hydrated because this trip is not for the faint of heart. It's very, it's very hot. It's like, let's just say it's their summer. You know, it's like 90 to a hundred degrees. It's, it's, you know, for every two steps you take, it feels like you're taking 10. Luckily for Selenar, he's kind of, for the most part, usually when he's walking around with Cravoy, he's in the shade all the time. So he doesn't have to really <laughs> worry about it that much. But now, because Selenar has the wand, he's in front now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're both... Well, let me ask you this. Would you go on foot? Would you take a horse? How would you take this this trek? Since he doesn't know whether or not she was... How far she was going. Mm-hmm. So, like, first blush, you think, well, you know, she's sneaking out. You know, she found something close by and, you know, she was doing whatever she was doing. But then, like, as they're sort of like following along, and then he looks out, and, you know, the path kind of leads north and then it like opens up into like scrub and shit. He's, he says to Cravoy, he's like, um, and he kind of like looks up at him, says, I, I know you've been here for a while, uh, but the, the surrounding land can be quite punishing. Perhaps we should take horses as we do not know how far she may have traveled or if she had been taken. This makes sense to me. Do I have? I'm trying to get a sense of my size. Seven to eight foot. Yeah. So I think that's still technically medium. medium. Yeah. We have to find you a big horse. Yeah. Though, right? I think yeah. I've got like, I think I have just an obscene war horse that was like, it's just like an abomination. Maybe not. Hold on. I got there's something in my racial hold on, racial trait. Where is that? Right, there it is. Powerful build. Oh no. Okay. Count as one size larger when determining carrying capacity and the weight I can push drag or lift. So that's that doesn't matter. Yeah, you're uh, still technically yeah. medium, but medium. like like flavor wise, right? Like it's a it's not like an old nag. It's not like what it it's a Big. It's the biggest. Yeah, it's like a draft horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, a Clydesdale. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. An old-fashioned Anheuser-Busch Clydesdale. One of the ones <laughs> they put on the hitch, not the ones yep. that put down, you know? Yeah. And yeah, we'll, so- say, we'll say the horse that you have is just, like, it's your horse. Any, like, even if Selenar goes near it, it does not care one iota because it's had to carry Cravoy on its back. And <laughs> it just, it doesn't know, like, it knows that it's, kind of its job in this world is to help transport beings of different sizes, but like, it's just ornery as hell because it has to deal with you. I feel like it, it, yeah, like it's, it's, this is its job. And it was a gift from the queen. Maybe it's, uh, yeah. It's maybe very you impressive. Got the job, right. Yeah. You got the well, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 If you, yeah. if you, if it was in the Flintstones to be like, uh, it's a living, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. So <laughs> yes. yes. Everybody talks to it like it like it understands him. Yeah, yeah. you're like okay, time to go now. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and the horse, you could tell it just, like, literally everybody just, even the kids just think it's a crotchety old man, you know? Yes. It's, it's, it just, they just accept it. They're like, they're like, yeah. ah, look at that horse. He's so, you know, he's just, he's so angry all the time, you yeah. know? And like, you know what, though? It's, it's a she, it, it's Penelope. Her name. Oh, there you go. Oh, the old maid. Oh, cute. Okay. So, so I, I probably <clears throat> take like both packs, the extra water. Like I put all that stuff on my horse because the other horse is just like, fuck me. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that, so he's just on the horse. It's him and his armor, his weapons. And then like everything else is on my horse. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. And the horse still doesn't like me, even though I'm trying to help. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. That's funny. So, it takes you about a day, but eventually you come to something that's hard for you to describe. It's, it's a dome, something like you've never seen before. It looks like it's, it's tangible, but also not. You can't see what's in, in the dome, but it looks like, could it be a town? Could it be a city? Could it be a trap? Could it be... I mean, it's, it's, it's just so hard to tell. It's, it's white, it's bulbous, and it's huge. And it's, is, so does the dome come like completely down to the ground like that? Correct. Uh, King thing? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. So like, yeah, it totally does not fit any of the atmosphere because it's, you're basically in dry land and this is a big white dome just sitting in the middle of it. And you see that the footsteps of Morgan go into it. Towards it, at least. Yeah. Towards it, yep. Under it, over it, through it. Who knows? All right. So we stop. So I'm like, uh, Cravoy, uh, perhaps we should stop a moment. Have you ever seen anything like that before? Uh, give me a, a moment. Uh, I'm, I'm going to use uh, Divine Sense. Okay. Now, I don't... This is just, as an action, you detect, it's a, if you detect good and evil until the end of your next turn, you can sense anything affected by the Hallow spell or know the location of any celestial fiend undead within 60 feet that is not behind total cover. Uh, you can use this feature three times per long rest. So I'm just going to use like a, I'm just going to use one of the uses just to kind of see if I glean anything. Okay. So just using your divine sense, you, you realize that it's not thoroughly evil in nature but there is something wrong in its being that makes any sense yeah okay so you just you just turn and say there is something wrong here this is not a good thing we must tread very carefully from here on out i agree he'd get off the horse he'd get off uh, penelope at that point can i make a history check to see if this is something that maybe I would have come across, heard about, somebody talked about in one of my many adventures. Of course, go for it. All right. Uh, it's going to be a 21, sir. Wow, that is a great role. But unfortunately, history is not <laughs> going to help you in this matter. And I hate to do that because that's such a great role. <laughs> it's a good role, but... Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Well, unfortunately... History will not repeat itself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, let's see. Can I give you something? Well, it's, it's, could it be... I, and it's the only thing that makes sense other than Arcana? Yeah, I would... If I were you, I would make that roll. 
Arcana? Can I use the same roll? It would be an 18 then. No. No, you have to roll again. Oh, yeah, roll again. <laughs> Hardcore. That's right. Uh, 12. There is something magical in nature of what is making this happen. You just don't know what. Okay. Uh, so he says, um, I am not familiar with such a thing in my travels. I've never heard of anything like this before, but it does seem to be radiating some kind of magic field, magic something. I can't quite put my finger on it. Can I, can I, I can't see the, the footsteps. Uh, It would only be him because he's holding the wand or or does that like magically just emanate? Boy, that's a good question. Because I, I think like, because if, if you can see where it, how it extends and if it's visible to everyone, that would be like, you know. Yeah, I would say it would be only to him. Okay. All right. So Cravoy uh, would say, uh, just, you, you see the footsteps going through the dome. Uh, they travel towards it, perhaps inside. Then we continue on towards it's in the, the direction of that she was heading yes and Kravoy starts to walk <laughs> nice. and, there's a, and then he stops and he turns and he goes i i can't i can't see what what you see <laughs> <laughs> so he'll he'll get off and walk the horse then because i assume we're not like super far out we're you know yeah i mean if this thing only works in 60 yards then i guess we're within you know like 60 ish yards right mm-hmm but I didn't want to like just ride right on up to it and be like, "Oh fuck!" Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Oh, quicksand. Yeah. So, so we stopped close-ish to kind of like scope things out. And see, can we make a perception check to see if we see anything outside. Like, is yes, you sure can. Moving that you kind sure of stuff. Can. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's a that's a five. <laughs> oh, jeez, you guys aren't very good at seeing anything. No, it, to me, it every it just looks like what it is. Just a dome. That just is out in the middle of nowhere, and it doesn't look like there's any way over it, underneath it, through it, as far as you can tell. All right, so um, I guess we get close enough, and then kind of like if there's scrub bushes, shrubs, whatever, kind of like flick the the reins over so the horses don't go running. Yeah, right. Maybe tie the tie the horses. I don't think yeah, Penelope doesn't. She's happy to not be moving. She's like, fine, fine, you're off of me. Thank you. I feel like she can handle me no problem. It's just the idea that it's like, I can just, it's him and nothing else. I'm not doing anything. It's like when when you're done with your job, you know? It's like, well, I'm done with my job now. Like, don't even talk to me about working and doing anything. Exactly. off the clock. Cravoy, I tell (laughs) you. If he's off me, I'm off the clock. That's right. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Too many. Okay. Uh, I think Cravoy takes out his quarterstaff and pokes the, uh, the dome. Nice. Okay. You poke the dome with the stick, and it, the part of the stick that you poked in the dome is not there anymore. Does it, does it just go in, or is it kind yeah, of as soon, as soon as you as soon as you put it in and you try to pull it out, the part that was in is not there anymore. It's a shorter stick. Oh, he would take a big step back. <laughs> okay. I don't think we need to. Where do the do the where do the foot? Have we already established the footsteps go into the dome? They do. So as we I'm come, I'm sorry, up- my friend. It appears your daughter is dead. <laughs> 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 
Thanks so, for listening, everybody. It's been a good <laughs> <laughs> So I, I assume we're following the tracks up to the side of the dome. Do yes. you poke? Well, I guess you can't see them then. So then I, I guess I say maybe, I don't know if it's before or after then, you know, the, the tracks appear to lead up to the dome here. And he kind of like, you know, puts a hand out, like indicating like this is where they go. Yeah, and that's where he put the the, 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 the the staff and it comes out. Now it's a shorter staff. Yeah. Uh, this is not, this is, this is not, this does not bode well. What does it look like? What does the end look like? Is it just like sheared or is it just? It just, it just, it, it, it's not sheared. It just looks like if a laser were to just laser it, it just looks completely straight on the hmm. end. As you're holding it up, looking at it, I kind of like wave my hand where the end was. Yeah, there's nothing there. Okay. And you uh, look that's... foolish. Probably. I understand <laughs> what you're trying to do. <laughs> but I, I feel like <laughs> this is not a good thing. <laughs> I will not be putting my hand in there. Yes, this is uh, this is quite disturbing. And yet the, the tracks lead to here and if this is where she had gone and it appears quite easily that it is, well, at least to me, I can see the tracks. Uh, she had come and gone. Uh, as far as I know, she used no magics other than our healing. Uh, if she was hiding something like that from me, I would be disappointed to say the least, but yet perhaps there is another way in. Well, we should, Walk the outside to see what we can find. Okay. Well, yes, that is a good idea. I was thinking of doing Misty Step and teleporting inside of it, but I have to, I have to be able to see where I'm going. <laughs> As you guys are about to step around it, Selenar, your head starts to throb, and you kind of clutch yourself kind of in a motion where your head is kind of down and you're holding your head, and you hear almost a far off kind of sounding voice and you hear something say Dad. Oh. and then his head snaps up he says Kravoy did you hear that no and Kravoy's looking around trying to listen so Kravoy he... hears nothing and then you, you crouch over again and you hear help me is there a TV with static <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere there is the little blonde girls pointing at you, and everyone just saying Carol Ann way too many times. That's right. So he looks at Cravoy and he says, I, "I hear her. She, she's inside. Grab, grab the bags. You have to trust me." If he, Cravoy looks unsure for like maybe a second, and then he just kind of like hardens himself and just like, "Yeah, uh, yes." Uh, it takes out some rope. And he hands you one of the ends of the rope. Good idea. And he ties it around himself. Yeah, like maybe this. May, I don't know. Maybe this. So you hear Penelope in the background just like shake her head, like. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 he looks at, he looks up at you kind of sheepishly, and he says, "Perhaps if you carry me through." And then he, he kind of like. He kind of like straightens like his armor up. Like I don't really want to do this, but like, ah, uh, yes, and much like we did in our younger adventuring days. I will. There'll be one set of footsteps 
where I, when there was one, I can't, I don't, I don't know the rest of that. Uh, and he picks you up and uh, starts to walk into the dome. <laughs> okay, so do you guys hesitate at all, or you just walk straight through it? Cravoy doesn't. He would just. He, he he's all. He throws in. He's all in. Nice. Oh no, he doesn't throw anybody in. He just walks. He just... <laughs> <laughs> well, yep. Shot put champ of, of my high school special. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. So the adventurers walk through the dome. 